What's good, everyone? Welcome to the Filipinos of Montreal podcast, Filipino Heritage Month series. This is Terry. I'm Eric. And I'm Shari. And on this episode, we have Ryan Owabel. Dude, how, how's it going, man? How are you? Well, what up, Terry? What up, guys? How are you guys doing, man? I'm so happy to have you. We tried to connect a few times. Uh, I think last year you're, you were busy opening your restaurant. This year, yeah, I'm happy we're finally here. <laughs> I know, man. I'm so happy too, man. Like you guys are doing great, man. I love what you guys have been doing, man. I've been listening to your stuff. Uh, you guys got great stuff, man, and it's it's dope. Yo, I re- really appreciate it. So I I always like to open our shows with a silly question. Yeah, man. Today's question, man. What's the worst style choice you've ever made? Think about that. Man. Oh, <laughs> I will. Uh, who wants uh, to go first? I'm, me, right? I'm 34, <laughs> dude, and man, when I was like. 14, man, 13. I used to wear these jeans, man, that would cover my shoes, these elephant shoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I man. I really thought it was a thing, man. Back me, like, man, nobody knew what shoes I was wearing. Like, <laughs> Yo, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Me, I didn't mind a super baggy, but like at one point I started wearing like it was tighter, but it was flare, flare right at the bottom. So it would oh, hide no. my shoes. And I, did, I was like, why did I do that? Like I have these nice sneakers being hidden. What the heck was the point? Yeah, and I also, I rocked a flat top in my senior year of high school, but I didn't have the head shape for it, so it just looked really bad, man. <laughs> How did you rock a flat top? Yo, I, like my, my dad used to cut my hair back then. Let's just say he, he wasn't really good at rock. Like, the, was just way too flat, no shape. Oh, my God. Did he, did he have a square bowl? Is that yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we need to see basically. a picture of this. We need oh to see a picture of this. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> no, I was going to say the same thing. I had a... Um, I had the really, I had one pair of brown corduroy, um, like elephant raver pants that were really wide. Uh, Cause I used to dress a little <laughs> bit more skater back then. That, that and I was wearing long hair when it really wasn't nice at the time, even though I'm wearing long hair now. But, <laughs> but the, the, the long hair back then was not, it was like the mushroom cut. And okay, then like, okay. Yeah. Was it parted or was it like no part, like the real mushroom? Like- <sighs> Dude, I grew up like a little bit grunger, so it was any of those things. <laughs> sometimes it was parted, sometimes not. <laughs> How about you, Shari? I don't know. Nothing beats any of that, to be honest. <laughs> like, honestly, like, oh, yeah. you know, the pants. Yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> string bags. I, I kind of regret taking string bags, but like, it's, it's string bags. <laughs> Yo, fair, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Okay, okay. Get, getting back to Ryan, dude. Yeah, we're oh, here no. for you. We're, we're here for you. What were your experiences kind of growing up in Montreal, and how did Filipino culture kind of manifest for you? Oh man, uh, I'm born right. I'm born in Montreal. Uh, both my parents are Filipinos, so it's really like, um, man, it was parties left and right, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we lived in the same household as my uh, grandfather and grandmother. So we were like five and like three and a half, man. And uh, okay. it was tough, man. I mean, growing up uh, around where I, li- I grew up in the hood, around uh, Barclay, man, Kudanej, mm-hmm. it's pretty tough, man. But, um, you know, uh, it was family, right? We were all there. My cousins would come through. I'm, and I'm the only child, right? I'm, I have no siblings whatsoever. So Really? Because yeah. you, you have such a big family, I find. So I didn't realize you were... I have a huge family. It's just like uh, no, no brothers, no sisters, you know? So yeah. it was just me. But having them come over, cousins um, and all that, man, really made a, a big difference for me, you know? Nice. So, nice, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, were you always comfortable being Filipino, bro? Uh, yeah, man. I was, for me, it was cool, man. Like, 
I mean, I went to um, elementary in, in a French school, but we we're all like, where I grew up, like I said, it's all multicultural, right? It's like mm-hmm. everybody is from all different kinds of, uh, you know, uh, nationalities. So it wasn't that bad. So I didn't feel, and, and when I went to school, there was like, I think it was like at least four or five of us in the class that were Filipinos. So. Okay, so it's good. It was easy to integrate, yo. Yeah, for sure, man. Okay, uh, I know our viewers can't see this, but he has like a lot of sneakers behind him, so I need to know. And because I think a lot of I think Filipino culture is also blended with sneaker culture, especially recently. How yeah. did you get into that? What was your first pair of sneakers, or what made you go like, shit? Man, I love um, sneakers. Honestly, I don't know. I like. I, I think it's like everybody else, man, that uh, watched the NBA. Everybody loved Jordan, man. Uh, my mom loved Jordan. She still loves him up to now. We were just watching that last night. <laughs> she was in love. She was in love with the dude, man. So everything that uh, I had since I was like what seven, maybe eight yeah. Jordans, man, and they're all retros. And that, you know, as kids, we didn't even care about them, right? For us, it was just like, yeah, it's just a pair of sneakers. And now, when I look back at my pictures when I was a kid and all, I'm like, whoa, I had these thirteens, the Jordan thirteens, man. Like that's great, <laughs> man, you know. And now they're going for like two forty or more, man. I don't even know. I stopped actually buying shoes man and good good stuff, <laughs> you're saving stuff. a lot of money man <laughs> yeah man, i had to man you know so, uh, man, it's great i mean it's cool it's a, it's a, it was a cool thing when i was doing it man and uh, i just kept the stuff i really uh find that uh meant you know meant to like meant a lot to me and stuff yeah what's uh what's your favorite silhouette which jordan man i think it's to be honest the jordan threes man oh. the jordan threes i think that's my favorite man I want mutes between the one and the three, so yeah, one or three. So like, oh, it's, yeah, it's a good nice, choice, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but like you, it's like I toned down because when you realize after like, you know, counting all your receipts, like, oh man, I could like, probably put this into like a car investment or something. Yeah. You gotta kind of wind down. And uh, like you, it's like I wait for the classics or something that means something for me or trigger or triggers an emotion. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so uh, growing up for you, was there, do you know, or do you have an experience that kind of helped you find who you were? Because I think that's a struggle as we're all growing up. Was there something that kind of helped you figure out, hey, this is who I am, this is what I want to be? Um, I mean, when I was a kid, man, uh, like I said, my grand- we lived with my grandmother, so uh, they'd be cooking all the time. Like, she'd be always cooking. We had a family come over, so it's always like, oh, come in it now, huh? You know, <laughs> everybody's here, so come and help me cook. So it was like, I, I helped her out a lot, man, in the kitchen. And I was young, like seven, like eight, man. And Damn, dude. Um, yeah. And uh, to be the only child, it's like, man, I can't be like, yo, why is it my, uh, can it be like my sister's turn? Or, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, so I had no choice. And uh, yeah, my mom cooked too. My dad, they like to cook. So uh, I started learning from them, you know, the basics, whatever, how to make an egg and all that. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't really my thing, man. Like I said, I didn't, um, I grew up around nurses, man. My mom and my okay. dad, my, my dad's on his side. Uh, his sister and brothers are uh, teachers at John Abbott for the nursing, the intensive nursing program. Oh, I had no idea. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So my whole family on my dad's side are like nurses or, you know, they're, it's the whole family. So for me, that was my goal is to become a nurse, man. Uh, <laughs> I, was in, I was at Dawson for like two years, man. I did nursing. I dropped out my last year. I was, you know, it wasn't, I mean, I can't say it wasn't my thing because me, I, I love helping people, man. I love like, you know, the care is there. It's just that, um, it just wasn't me, man, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, to be in that scene. So I tried to figure out what I wanted to do, man. Like, honestly, I was in telemarketing. I did. Um, it wasn't, you know, like, it's funny. It's because 
I think it was Ike that was saying that. Uh, yeah, you call yeah. him Ike? You call him Ike? Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Mike DeLeon, yeah. Man. <laughs> I think we work all in the same, like, it's crazy, man. Uh, we're in telemarketing, man, and I did that. Uh, man, uh, what else did I do? Uh, I worked for a retail store downtown, a hip-hop retail store after that. Nice. Uh, one of the biggest in Montreal. One of the first ones in Montreal, actually, City Styles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man, I started as a flyer boy, man. I was flyering for, like, a couple of months. Dang. Made my way up to like as um on the floor and then became a supervisor for them for like four or five years, man. So N- nice, dude. And yeah. what made you <laughs> what what made you realize you wanted to pursue cooking or, or be a chef? Cooking, man, you know it's crazy. A lot of people, um, like I said, people don't know that I did work. Uh, you know, I have a background in the medical field. Mm-hmm. So uh, after everything happened at City Styles, um, you know, I left the spot and. Uh, I was given an opportunity to work for one of the Habs legends, um, Jean Beliveau. Oh, and that wow. was pretty cool. That yeah, was pretty I cool. Yeah, I him for like a good year and a half, man, uh, before he passed. And uh, it's like every Sunday they had dinner with their families, man. You know, uh, they would come over and it was, either it was my, um, my Nino, my godfather that would uh, take care of the food or I would, you know, so. Okay. I'd be cooking for them anything like they were down for anything man you know really <laughs> really yeah, they were down for like pancit they were down for like gobo <laughs> yeah man like, oh that's cool they love that stuff man they love lumpias you know <laughs> so, um, that's, that's yeah. everybody though <laughs> that's, Yo, that, that's a habs legend eating filipino food that's gotta go crazy and and uh his wife madame Vo was the one she's like you know what it seems like you enjoy doing this stuff you know you enjoy cooking you enjoy feeding people and i'm like yeah i do you know it's been a while and when my friends come over or whoever i cook you know we're drinking i'm like can i make food you know <laughs> I'll, I'll take care of it you know but that's i think that's what pushed me she's like you know what try it out you know it's, it's a year program man go and do it you know you have the basics so i went i went with it man and i graduated man i did what i had to do man and i'm here now man yeah man so then restaurant man then I, yeah seriously because then you went i think you were you were at juniors for a bit which yeah, is pretty man. cool Junior, uh, I gotta give them a big shout out too, man. They put me on the map, man. Uh, I did. They gave me a lot of um, freedom to to work on uh, their stuff, man, on their menu. And uh, yeah, I had a great time over there, man. And then I worked for um, Air Canada. I was a sous chef for uh, the Maple Leaf Lounges. Oh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I left uh, for LCC, Lower, Lower Canada College. I was their executive chef there for a year or so. Oh, shoot, that's started. pretty cool. Oh, Yo. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Then, then how did uh, how did you come up with the Petsy Vibe? How did that kind of come together, uh, man? I've been like, you know what? It's crazy because Chops is a bit older than me. I know you guys um, interviewed Chops too, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all of them. Uh, the Goon Tribe family, man. These guys, man, they're they're older than me, man. And uh, my cousin, actually, that's older than me. Uh, they're same age, the same age as as those guys. And she was friends with Chops and Jericho. So every time I would go to the club, I'm like, yo, man, these guys are cool, man. Like, one day, you know, I want to kick it with these guys, you know? So mm-hmm. uh, I got closer to Chops, man, you know? Uh, I mean, with all of them, Jericho, but I mean, with Chops, he was into the food thing, man. He loved that. So we spoke, man. We did Caravana in Toronto. We were feeding, like, I think 10,000 plus people, man. That's big. Uh, one of the hardest things I think I've done ever in, like, cooking. It's That's crazy. It's crazy, man. Like, we had pallets of, like, uh, chicken thighs. We we're doing like a barbecue yeah. chicken, uh, and it was like crazy. <laughs> we had the whole team, but it was it was insane. Like we pulled it off, man. You know, with chops, 
uh and wilson wilson came through too mm-hmm. man like my partner uh wilson he came through man we pulled it off but like i said it was one of the hardest things i've ever done in my life <laughs> but it, it helped build you man it took you well brought you here today right so yeah for sure 100 percent, bro <laughs> yo i'm curious uh for you what what inspires you man or what brings you energy what gets you going bro man to be honest man my daughter man like i have a three-year-old man and uh, her man and the wifey man you know i'm uh i love my kids so much and everything i do right now since she was born is actually it's for her man you know amazing man amazing that's uh, one of the major things brother <laughs> and have you learned anything about yourself as a father now man i'm really patient man <laughs> i was gonna say that's <laughs> <laughs> a little girl right not a boy, but, you, but you seem you seem patient to begin with, though. Like, are you saying oh, you you got even more patience? Yeah, I have. You know what, man? It's, it's I have to keep that composure, <clears throat> man. You know, yeah. uh, like I said, growing up around the area I grew up in wasn't really. If I was a hothead, I would get beat up for sure every single day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I had to learn how to, you know, to keep myself calm and try to deal with situations. But I know, you know, all of us have have a breaking point. You know, of course. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Like you said, you learn, and uh, that's what happened with me and my daughter. I just got even more patient. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, to to this day, is there any lessons that are kind of that you kind of took with you throughout your journey? That's like you know that helped you throughout life, throughout all your challenges. Is there a lesson, a big lesson from someone, or a piece of advice, or an experience that kind of helped you navigate through life? I don't know, man. I always dealt with like um, bosses that weren't like the best. You know what I mean? Uh, I can't speak for every single job that I had, but most of the time they, they weren't like, you know, they weren't real mentors to me or whatever, uh, even in the kitchen, man. So for me, um, when I'm in the kitchen and uh, I'm with the guys, I'm really patient with them and I try to teach them. And I wouldn't want to make them feel the way my old boss or whoever treated me, my old chefs or whatever, treated me, you know, the way they did. Because to me, man, people don't learn if you just, you're up on their neck all the time and you're just... Um, you're just trying to get on their last nerve, you know? That's not the whole point, man. You're not trying to scare these people away, man. Mm. I love that, man. Like, you're thinking about your, your partner's growth and whatnot, so it's really important. Yeah, like, man, these guys, they're great at what they do. You know, it's not, they didn't come from background, like, cooking and stuff, you know? Like, Chops, he was a DJ and MC, you know? Mm. And, uh, you know, there's things that he doesn't know, and there's no point of me getting frustrated or anybody else. It's just you got to teach people, you know, the right things, and hopefully uh, they'll learn, you know? No, definitely. No, thanks. Thanks for sharing that. Sure. Um, um, as you know, uh, on this show, we like to highlight the importance of learning from our losses. You know, not every day is a win. How do yeah. you process failure, man? How do, how do you attack that? Man, this, I think the biggest thing was uh, this COVID thing, man. It hit us hard, you know? Mm-hmm. For me, it's like, shit, where do we go from here, man? This could be like a huge loss for us, man. It's, we just opened the restaurant last October, man. You know? yeah so this really put me down and like it made me think man and it's like shit it's like we got to push now 10 times harder man you know? yeah 100 times harder man um yeah those are the things i think like especially now um we're back to ground zero you know okay yeah fresh so uh i think the best way is to for us to work together as a team to make sure that um you know uh we all try to get through this all together man you know? yeah man dude um, but if i could say though like i don't know just listening to you talk it's because you know because of the covid thing like it's not even so much 
a failure. It's, it's actually more of a success that you guys are pulling through all this, mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, yeah. doing what you, what you got to do and everything. Yeah, man. You know, like when, when this thing first hit, man, like I was like, what do we do, man? Like, I can't even, like, we don't even, we weren't even sure if we we're going to get help with the, from the government and all that, you know, mm-hmm. especially me with my person, my personal life, you know what I mean? Put mm-hmm. a lot of money down uh, into this business, you know? Uh, yeah. And uh, we're like, what do we do? So, you know, I started doing my, I used to do catering before this too. I had my little catering thing going on for myself. Um, so I'm like, you know, I'm just going to start doing this for now, you know, start catering out of my own kitchen again. Uh, I'm doing combos here. Just people would want to, you know, buy yeah. food again and whatever. And people were really open with that, man. They did. They supported so much. That first weekend that I did um, deliveries and all that on my own, uh, I made quite a good amount, man. And what I did right after is that I started um, serving like the frontliners. Yeah, uh, that was great. That was great, by the way. Yeah. And you know what? It, it was more like I said, I've been in the field and I know how hard it is for uh, all these nurses, doctors, uh, PABs and all that, man, to, to deal with all this stuff, man. It's crazy. Like it wasn't, I was working when there was no like um, pandemic. There was none of this, you know, it was already yeah. tough. And mm. with this, man, it's, I, I can't even imagine. So I'm like, you know what, I just, I'll do my part, man. You know, uh, it's not for clout. It's not for, it's just for me. Cause knowing that I've been through it, I know how it is. I have family that's, you know, in, in the field, um, you know, I might as well uh, do what I can, you know, while you know, I have the money to do it or whatever. Right. Nice. But uh, I respect that, man. You keep it real and you know what matters to you. And I really respect that, bro. So, just you, to bro. let you know. You know, it's crazy <laughs> because uh, right after I did that, I started noticing a lot of people doing stuff, man, like that. And it's so dope. It's not just like, it's not like, oh, I did it and I started that. So it's not, man. It's, you know what? It's crazy because I, I love Pac a lot. Like Tupac is a huge uh, influence to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a saying he goes, uh, he goes, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world. But I guarantee you that I will spark the brain that will change the world. And that's our job. That's beautiful. Spark somebody else, uh, you know, that's mm. watching us or whatever. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It's just mm. whatever you do, man. You know, like what you're doing right now, Terry, what you guys are doing, Eric, Mark, Terry, you guys are doing great stuff, man. And hopefully this pushes other Filipinos to join and do, you know, um, help out the community, man. You know, and just uh, reach out to people the way you guys are doing. Yo, man, thanks. Thanks for thanks, that, man. man. Yeah. On this on this happy note, we're gonna talk about <laughs> happiness, man. Yeah, what, man. dude, this, that's the the question is, man. What what is that to you? What is happiness to you, man? Oh man, happiness, man. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah. Who knows? I play a lot of Call of Duty, man. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> right now, man. Who <laughs> <laughs> knows, man? Like before Call of Duty came out, man. Like right now, and I'm very excited to play. That's happiness for me right now. But uh, <laughs> uh, happiness, man, is. I don't know, just to help each to help people out, man, to help each other, man, to see other people happy. It's crazy that uh, I'm the type of guy that always wants um, people to be happy before I'm happy or whatever, things like that, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I look out for people. I think uh, that that's what makes me happy, man, is when I see people, um, you know, happy and, uh, you know, my daughter. You know, <laughs> she, she makes me really happy, man, so. Yeah, that's great, dude. Shari, Eric, any questions regarding uh, this topic before I talk about Filipino culture with Ryan? Uh, or about this topic? I have about, questions. Or anything, <laughs> anything, at, anything at all. Well, I had, I had one. I was just wondering, you know, as a chef, yeah. you know, I've had friends who've worked in restaurants, so like not, not, but anyways. So at home, do you do the cooking? <laughs> oh, to be honest, man, the wife he cooks, man. And she, I think yeah? she's a better senior gang than I do, man. Oh, <laughs> nice. I'm not lie, man, but I mean, I love to cook. So even when I come home, you know, it's, it comes it's back. It's still, okay. Yeah, it's, 
you know, it's, uh, yeah, I, I still cook at home, man, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm always curious about that because, you know, like your, 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 well, your work. Home, man. I, I worked with a lot of chefs and when they get home, it's like, you know, takeout or whatever. They're not mm. going to cook, you know what I mean? Uh, it's the last thing they want is to do all that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is different, uh, you know, it's different people. So, yeah, man. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I was just curious about that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Shari? Um, I just wanted to um, commend you guys on, like, the whole restaurant. I think uh, I remember when we went, it was it was a great time. We, like, uh, the food was great. We had, anyways, I'm I'm happy for you guys. And uh, you. I, I love where it's situated as well. <laughs> Um, was that, was that planned? Did you guys want it to be like on Cote Neige? Were you guys targeting other places as well? And also like, what is that, like, like the importance of choosing that spot for you guys? Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, um, it's crazy because I moved out from, uh, that area uptown about five years ago, four or five years ago. Um, and then I always told myself, I'm going to have to come back here, man, you know, and every time <laughs> I'm driving by or whatever. I'm like, I got to come back around the area, man. This is, you know, where I feel is home. This is home for me. So I told Chops and Wilson that if ever we do decide, downtown is cool, man. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, but I feel like a lot of um, the Filipino restaurants also are around um, that area. They're mm -hmm. probably lower, like towards Victoria and uh, yeah. the area. But I mean, on Côte I it was actually, I found a spot. Um, the, the first choice that we had was actually, I don't know if you guys know Folien right across. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's um, Republica down there too. And yeah. uh, those guys too doing their thing, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, right next to it, there's a, there was a cafe. It was called Cafe Nido. Yeah. Yeah. Tai. Yeah. Um, and mm -hmm. uh, that was the first spot we checked out. And um I liked it. I just felt there wasn't enough seats, you know, mm. a good corner right in front of the hospital. Um, I'm just like, you know, it's a dope spot, but I don't think we'll have enough seats for the things that we want to do, you know? Um, so we waited a bit, man. And then um, I was online and I was going through uh, different spots around the area and uh, this one popped up and I'm like, Oh man. And I used to work at a dental clinic. I was also a sterilization technician, by the way, <laughs> for years. <laughs> and, uh, it was right uh, below that. My, well, the clinic that I worked for was right above it, above the Jean Coutu. Okay. So, mm. um, I knew the area, so I'm like, okay, well, this is dope, and let's go check it out. So, the next thing you know, it Wilson is who's our other partner with Chops um, knows um, the previous owner. So, because it was a Britain chips back then. Yeah, Britain yeah. chips. Yeah. So uh, Wilson knows um, the the owner uh, Toby. So we spoke, and uh, you know, we we signed the papers, and we're like, you know what? We're back home because Wilson too and Chops, they grew up around the area. They know the area very well. So mm. it felt good to be back home and be like, you know what? This is a good spot. It's by the Metro, you know? Um, and uh, Kodinesh is, uh, is growing, man. There's a lot of things going on with Kodinesh, man. It's pretty dope, you know, to see. So, I'm, yeah, yeah. really yeah. happy that it's growing. Uh, for those listeners who don't know what Lefitzi Vibe is, can you talk about it a bit? It's a Hawaiian-Filipino uh, joint, guys. It's, uh, it's a restaurant that uh, we opened up uh, last October and uh, yeah we're serving Filipino Hawaiian man we're trying not to go with like the poke too much I mean I'm not saying we're not going to do it but uh, <laughs> we're really trying to, to reach out and uh, with Chops is uh, I've never been to Hawaii first of all uh, <laughs> Chops and Wilson and partners uh, have been several times 
So what we did is we actually worked on the menu on the Hawaiian side uh, with Chops and Wilson. They would give me like, they'd be like, yo, this, I tasted this, is the flavor, is this, this, this. So I tried to put that together and it was trial and error, man. Like it took at least a couple of months, few months, man, for us to get that Hawaiian side right, you know? Because uh, the Filipino got locked down, man, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think we could all co-sign that. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, yeah. So much more that I want to do. I want you guys, you know, like a lot of people haven't tasted the stews that I made really. Um, mm. A lot of like, uh, you know, the brunch stuff, uh, mm-hmm. like the adobos, the caldereta, the curry curry, mm. all that stuff, man. I, I love it. It's like my favorite dishes, man. And when I cook it, I really make sure I want it to be like top notch, so uh first of all my favorite guys cheap plug for kake chicken you guys got to take it there my favorite what my <laughs> yeah, favorite really on the menu yeah. but spe- <laughs> speaking of cooking what's your favorite thing to cook it doesn't have to be filipino food just like overall man honestly man i love well first i love to barbecue okay of, okay <laughs> I, I love the grill, but no honestly man it's filipino man i love to cook curry curry man that's oh yes it could be like um the pata it could be you know but oh i love curry curry man and i like my curry curry when the, the sauce is a bit thick man ah the way yes. i love it i, I can't have it too watery you know i've had it <laughs> here and there when it's watery and i'm like man it's like it's not a real it's not a soup man you know so yeah. <laughs> yo man you gotta have a curry curry night or something we gotta try it from you so yeah. you know, me, i grill my oxtail first so you get that flavor like oh, like, oh. Into this, like I braise it after in the sauce, so it takes all that barbecue flavor into the sauce, man. And oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I, oh my god! Dude, can we just like head on over there right now? And just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hungry right now. That's amazing. I've never heard someone do that. Yeah, so. that's crazy, man. And it's a Sounds lot. You can a lot with Filipino food, man. It's you know, it's uh, that's what's dope about it. And, Yo, uh, so so guys, doing, check like, out the Pitsy vibe. Check it yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yo, so Filipino Heritage Month, bro. I'm curious oh. to know, what's your favorite part about being Filipino? Man, favorite part of being Filipino. That's yeah, a big question. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I think it's how uh, we love to help people, man. The way, uh, you know, um, if anybody's in need, we're always there, man. You know, we're always trying to reach out, man. And, um, you know, we have the, and also like the courage, man, that we have to face anything, man. Like we, we've been put in, I'm, I'm sure you guys have been put in different situations in life and you're like, man, I'm gonna get through this, man. Probably there's harder times, you know, but you tell yourself, like, no, and all these Filipinos I talk to, it's like, what you, you know, I've been through this, I've been through that, but look, you're here standing. And I think a lot of us, that's what we have. And like, another one's like Manny Pacquiao, this dude fought his whole life, man. He yeah. lived in the gutter and yeah. fought through everything, man, you know? But I think that's what's, that what that's makes me proud, man, to Filipino girl. <laughs> Filipino resilience. Filipino yeah, resilience. Man. Yo. Yeah. Uh, on that topic, too, do you think it's uh, also the most important uh, part of the culture to share? That, man, I mean, there's a lot, right? Filipinos, like, we have food, uh, you know. Well, you're, doing your, you're definitely doing your part for food, so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. uh, yeah that is one thing I think uh, we can definitely um, put out there is that, you know, Filipinos are great like that, man. We care about each other. We care about other people. And then our food is bomb, man. Like, we have so much behind our, you know, our culture. It's, it's crazy. It's like, I just started learning a lot of things recently, man. Not, not too long ago, you know. I'm born here, but like I said, my Filipinos, my, my, my parents didn't really teach me too much about the history. I got to learn on my own a bit, you know. And all mm-hmm. the that I, it's I like, it, 
I find it interesting because uh, not only yourself, but me and also a few guests, yeah. you know, they're slowly trying to learn more about the culture as we kind of grow older. It's interesting how we just want to go back, you know, so. Yeah, but this is it. This is what you guys are doing, man. And that's so dope. Like, you know, uh, you guys get everybody's aspect and see what, you know, what people think about this and that. And we learn, all of us, man, all together. Yeah. Pretty dope, man. It's all love, man. It's all love. Uh, Shari, Eric, any closing thoughts before we go on to the fastball questions? I just want to say, I think it's cool. Like all that, what, what I thought it was really cool was, um, the collaborations you do, you know, with like, uh, Dobie and Andy, for example, shout hey, out, yeah. shout out Dobie and Andy. Uh, oh, but, um, yeah. yeah, no, I just thought it was cool. Like, you know, cause I actually went to Notorious PIG. I mean, I know Chops, but okay. I also know Eric, um, and his brother. So yeah. I, I kind of went, I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going to go support Dobie and Andy. And then like seeing you guys, like kind of like this, like kind of like a collective of chefs, I guess. Yeah, you guys have had different projects. I, I just think it's such a cool thing that you guys are doing. Thank you, man. I think uh, we're gonna be we're gonna try to do more stuff like that for sure in the future, man. Like I'm really good friends with Toda uh, at Street Monkeys. We want to work mm. together, man. We have a lot of things nice. that we want to do together. Um, you know, I love Tony at Adamo's, man. Hopefully one day, Filipino <laughs> nice. pizza at Adamo's, man. Ooh, hey, yo, <laughs> no, I'm I there. <laughs> oh, I'm. I'm honestly, I look forward to tasting the curry curry. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember that, man, for sure. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yo, so we're going to move over to a segment called Fastball Questions. So basically, you have 60 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. When Shari rings her horn, bell. Okay. Horn. Oh. We hear that? We hear that. <laughs> cool. Are you ready? I'm ready, okay. man. Are you ready? I'm ready. Me, yeah. I don't know who you're looking at, but yeah. I know, I'm like, I'm like looking at you, but you, you're... <laughs> All right. Okay. So, ready, set. First Tagalog word that comes to mind. Uh, halikadito. <laughs> Favorite Filipino food. Curry, curry. Go to, go to karaoke song. Um, don't stop. Believe in. Favorite spot in Montreal. <laughs> Um, Parkin. Name a Filipino dish that starts with the first letter of your first name. Oof. Oh my God. I don't know. Man. R. Jeez. Okay. Pass. Pass. Good pass. Yeah. Uh, name the first three titas that come to mind. Josie, Tita Nati, Tita Eloy. Nice. Langonista or Tocino? Tocino, man. Favorite old school jam? Oh, oh, man. Um, Bended knees. Nice. And what, what's on your Netflix right now? Uh, um, what is this? I love duty. Spell your last name backwards. Last name backwards. Oh. I mean, we can let him do it. So. <laughs> oh man, L E B A O. Yo, you killed it. Nice. Yo, shout out to your titas. That was pretty quick. Think yeah. on your feet. I like to mix that one. Yo, they're like 12 brothers and sisters, man. They're like, I think 12? Seven. Did you say 12? Yeah, 12, bro. Oh, man. So, wow. I love so, the Peppa Pig shout out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing my daughter was watching here. I was like, going to say. <laughs> Yo, uh, before closing out, Ryan, uh, we'd like to know, is there anybody or an organization you want to give a shout out to? Man, oh. Uh, Definitely want to shout out uh, the guys at the restaurant, uh, the Pixie Vibe. Um, I want to shout out also to the homies at uh, our Motive Garage, man. These guys are Filipinos too, entrepreneurs. Mm. They started their own body shop, man, a few years back. 
Mm. Man, they're still doing big, man. Um, and the Cartier, the guys, uh, Satiz, uh, Uptown Trav, Sam, these guys uh, are great dudes doing great things, man. And you guys, man, definitely. Like I said, <laughs> yo, man, the beginning, yo, man. man, you guys keep doing your thing, man. And it's great for us, great for the community, man. Yo, and, uh, yo. Thank you guys, man. Respect you guys a lot. Appreciate thank it, you. Yo, thanks again for joining us, Ryan. No, thank you, guys. Respect. Thank you so much, guys. Yo. So with that note, on behalf of Filipinos of Montreal, we out.